Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shannon and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. Welcome. Today we have David Schwerin with us. Yes, the author of three books and dozens of articles that have been published worldwide. His latest book is co-authored and it is called Know Your Soul, Bring Joy to Your Life, published in late 2019. David has studied with two international mystery schools for over 40 years and has received specific guidance from his higher self and soul for the last 20 years. The guidance encouraged David to introduce important ideas to China, where he has received numerous honors for his work. He was named a visiting professor at several universities. David has given scores of presentations and media interviews in the U.S., China, and India. He's traveled so many places, Florida, um, California. I mean, he's spoken all over. It's so awesome. Yeah, he's been to China. He's been to China like nine times. Nine times, Mm -hmm. yes. He's appeared on numerous podcasts and radio shows, and he is a regular contributor to the Times of India's Speaking Tree, which is one of the largest spiritual blogs in the world with like millions of subscribers. I'm so excited to have him on. Yeah, we are very (laughs) honored to have you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And I got your book last night that I am super excited to read. Archangel Michael is my dude. Can you go ahead and, and tell us about your book? Sure. Uh, the title of the book is Know Your Soul, Bring Joy to Your Life. It was written at the request of Archangel Michael. It was completed uh, several months ago. The real short version is that it describes the structure, purpose, and origin of the soul. A number of, um, of personal experiences of myself and uh, the co-author Diana Mondes Chen. These experiences are based on the last 22 years, in my case, mm-hmm. of working with spirit in various forms. I just wanted to tell you that I was so excited when I saw the title of your book. Uh, Shanna and I were led to our spiritual awakening and this journey that we're on. We were pretty lucky because we went through through it together. A spiritual awakening can be kind of a lonely place. I was excited because that is exactly what our business, our podcast, and our purpose is. It's about soul awareness and finding and going home to yourself and learning to know yourself and learning to know the difference between ego and soul and self-love and how that will lead you to healing and growing and happiness. So I, like Shanna, am so excited to read your book. Can you just maybe explain to our listeners who Diane is, the co-author, and kind of what led you to this book? In 1998, I was guided to learn about channeling from a channel. And uh, I was given specific guidance to go to a school in New York. The school is led by Diana Munch Chen, a school for channeling, work on the ground, so to speak. And Archangel Michael handles the operation from from spirit. So the two of them have worked together. And so that's my initial introduction. I have been on a spiritual path for about 40 years, and about 22 years ago when this happened. I went to New York, which is where Diana's school is. And after learning the basics of 
channeling, mm-hmm. uh, was introduced to Diana's higher self. Now, the terms higher self and soul sometimes mean different things to different people. And um, so in, in the cosmology that I use currently, and it's Archangel Michael's cosmology, mm-hmm. the soul is the highest vibration. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a perfect hologram of the divine. It's the first in, individuation from, from the divine creator. Um, so, uh, but some people call that the higher self. That's all you mind. Mm-hmm. We want to break it down kind of simple for our listeners. What exactly is channeling and how do you train to learn to channel? Is that something everyone can do? So channeling is simply opening an energetic channel in your body that uh, goes to spirit and allows you to bring in information from spirit. and um, it's something that anybody can learn. It takes practice. In fact, you know, because I, I started in you know, 20 years ago or, or so, um, you might think I'm pretty good at it, but, but it, takes, <laughs> yeah. it takes a lifetime of work to really open the channel fully and, and have it available and clear. And even, even those that are, who have done this in previous lifetimes, mm-hmm. or farther advanced, they still make mistakes. It's not a perfect, you don't get what is channeled perfectly. Obviously, the better you are, the more experienced you are, the clearer you are. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be your strongest clear is how you will receive that information? Um, I, think that, I think that's a, a, a true statement. Um, in my case, uh, my, my strongest ones are, are feeling and, and knowing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that, I assume that's how I, I receive it. I don't honestly know how it's coming through to me. Okay. Um, so in, in, in Shannon and I's past, uh, we were one of those stubborn um, humans that had to endure a lot of trauma to be awakened. When you decided to get into channeling and go to Diane's school, was there something that had happened in your life or that sparked this for you? Well, uh, one thing I was told is that when you channel, you have to trust because you don't know what the next word is going to come out of your mouth. You have to trust it's not going to make you look like a fool. Right. Um, And so... Trust is, is an important lesson for me, mm-hmm. as it is for most people, I think. And um, so do, channeling uh, is part of the, the learning process for me, learning to trust. Before you started channeling, what did you do for your career? So <clears throat> I, I started in the investment field okay. a number of decades ago. Um, and was in the field for 25 years, thereabouts. And um, I started going to healers. I, I studied, you know, my, my focus in life was one track was finances, and one track was spirituality. Okay. And, um, in, the, in the early 90s, about 1990, I started going to a healer who had an office not far from me. And um, and 
I didn't really know what a healer did at the time. And, um, but in this case, she uh, not only did a hands, hands-on healing, but um, she did channeling. And she started to channel some information unexpectedly during the session. Mm-hmm. And so that, and, and then I stayed with that uh, for a year or two. And whenever I had a problem or a question, I would ask. And I got such great information that um, it really, um, when I say it's great information, I mean practical information. Right. That um, it, it just it encouraged me to continue and, and maybe confident that this is something that uh, was worthwhile. And uh, I actually switched to healers because the one I was going to was stopping, no longer doing that work. And I went to another person and same same sort of thing. They were both they were both Barbara Brennan trained healers. And then one day I was sitting lying on the on the table, and she started. The woman started channeling. Donna started channeling. It's time for me to write my book, which was a little bit shocking because I had never intended to write a book or had no idea what to write about. But to make a long story short. After a lot of soul searching, so to speak, I went through the process. As a result, my first book was was completed in 1998. It was called Conscious Capitalism. That was when I was first introduced to my main guide, it's Hermes. He helped me with the book. The book was published in 1998, which was the okay. same year of channeling lessons, uh, and the first and the same year I was introduced to. Diana's higher self. And from then on, I've, I, for the last 22 years, I've had approximately monthly sessions, channeled sessions with Diana's higher self. And during that session, I can ask any question I want about anything. Sometimes the elaboration is much more than I ever expected. Um, so it's been a wonderful, wonderful uh, mentoring, so to speak, uh, where I've learned incredible amount about myself and about world and everything everything in between or above you have a guide Hermes that helped you with the book can you kind of explain your guide and how he helps you with the book like how did that um, information come in for you uh I can try (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh be honest with you back in that when I was writing the book I had not really done a lot of channeling. And so this book, was, it, it was not a conscious channeling. Right. I was getting information. Okay. And um, I wasn't even aware at that time that I was getting help. But I, okay. but I, I just automatically, or seemingly automatically, um, I, as I said, I didn't know what I was going to write about. I was told just, um, see, pay attention to your dreams and wake up and have an idea, write it down. As it turns out, I was writing about uh, seven hermetic principles and applying them to business. <clears throat> wow. Now, I don't know if you know anything about Hermes, but um, he is a, he's considered the founder of alchemy. Okay. <laughs> and he lived a long time ago, a couple thousand years, I guess. Uh, he is now one with his soul. Um, but 
I, I try and channel him every day. Okay. My book was published in the U.S. in '98 and made it to China in 2001. It was translated to Chinese and published there. And um, I uh, was invited to go to China and speak there. And I did in, in uh, 2001. And I really didn't know what kind of reception I'd receive. I was a little nervous, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> and it worked out fine. That they, I spoke when the first talks was to the Communist Party School, which is where all the high-level Communist Party leaders go back to school for further training. And I discussed, I just talked about my book, Conscious Capitalism. I didn't know what kind of reception it received, but they took to it and um, put my book in their bookstore, or put it up in their newsletter. Wow. Picture was placed on a bus in, in China. That's awesome. And again, this all happens for a reason. Everything happens right. for a reason. Yeah. yeah. There's karma involved. I had listened to you on another podcast where you had described your book, Conscious Capitalism, as kind of combining spiritual principles with business principles and how we have to share um, with our clients or the people we're working with and take care of one another. And so karma came to my mind. So, Oh, sure. Now, in Michael's cosmology, this may help some people, he calls, he has another name for karma. He calls it incomplete movement. You'll see this in my book, Know Your Soul. We discuss this in some detail. So karma really is, some people call it cause and effect, but it's really incomplete movement. It's when somebody takes some action. Uh, maybe it's uh, to help somebody, maybe it's to harm somebody. It's mm-hmm. Just life experiences. And whatever, whatever it is needs to be completed. And, and the completion is accomplished by reciprocation. If mm-hmm. one person harms another, then you switch places in an, either in this life or another life. Mm-hmm. So that you have the full experience of what it's like on both sides. Right. It was either a little before or a little after I went to China that I was told. Again, don't forget I'm having these monthly sessions and I'm learning. At that time, I was told that Archangel Michael goes with me to China to make sure everything's okay. Did you feel any fear? Like you're kind of walking into the unknown. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, but I, I walked into this communist party school and they're walking around with machine guns. And uh, <laughs> Really? Oh my gosh. I've been to China now nine times in the last 20 years. That's, wow. This is my, my, part of my, my soul's journey, really. I was, my, my task was to introduce some ideas into China. And one of them was this social responsible business or what's not called corporate social responsibility or ESG. It's all the same thing. And so my first task was to introduce that into China. And, you know, I had no idea how to do it. Or I, and I don't even know if I, I knew that was my task at the time. But, mm. you know, things just developed so that I wrote the book and it was published in China and I went to China. And, and each time it's an adventure. Uh, I, I know there have been times, but maybe most of the time, I had no, I had no idea whether I, I, who the audience was I was going to speak to or whether anyone would even show up. But I went, and those my spirit guides were taking care of everything. So, I, like one time I went, 
I, had, I, I maybe had two or three appointments there, maybe not even that many. I ended up doing 13 talks. And, and most of the trips were like that in, in various ways. So, you know, this was not, not, nothing was an accident and nothing in life was an accident. So that was, that was my first task, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It was uh, fairly well accomplished. Uh, after my second trip to China, I noticed and observed, I guess, is that uh, a lot of people in China had a deep longing for spiritual connection, but, but they're sort of suppressed. That, that was suppressed yeah. in China by the authorities. So I thought maybe it would be, maybe they would like uh, a spiritual path that I was on at the time. I'd like to know more about it. So um, I, I asked my guides about that. And they said, it's not time yet. Hmm. Uh, China's not ready. So I said, fine. I, I really had no idea what to do anyway. So I, uh, I put it aside. And three years later, I went to China for my third trip. And I asked again. And they said, now it's, now it's okay. Wow. So um, uh, in 2005, I started to get some of the books of this spiritual path called path were published in China because that was the only thing I could think of as a way of introducing the ideas. Um, and so I continued going back about every two years, sometimes for three, four weeks. And um, uh, I, I, I gradually, as I said, the social responsible business idea was pretty much accepted and uh, encouraged in China by the leaders. The, the, the spiritual side, I had to keep kept under the radar and looked for, I was looking for people in China who would be interested in this sort of thing. And it took some time and effort, and uh, I, I was continually getting things published in China, articles or books about the uh, spiritual path. In the last several years, we have found people there who really are anxious to learn about this and put it into practice. We've now done four workshops over there and uh, we're, we're on our way to bringing this into the country. And I think the fact that I established some credibility in the business side early on mm-hmm. has allowed me to have uh, that foot in the door. credibility and do this. Now, 2015, Michael started a program that was channeled that was about connecting to your soul. And um, it's a, we meet, I think we started reading weekly, but now it's monthly. We have a session with him. And he is really working on clearing us and helping us release whatever needs to be released. Sometimes there's energy transmissions. There's a whole, you know, a whole bunch of things. There's now been, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 sessions we've had. Um, and he, he was trying to make us receptive, more receptive to our soul, more compatible with our soul, I guess. Okay. And um, in 2018, uh, he asked Diana and I to write this of your soul, joy of your life. And he's given us material to put in the book, new material that I don't think you'll find too many other places, if any. Um, and um, 
He asked us to get the book widely disseminated, which is what I'm trying to do. And um, he has been a great help in, in a lot of ways. He has his, as part of getting the book, he, he has a message for, for those who are going to read it. And he has been, become a guide for me. We have a, a wonderful relationship. He, he's a very, he's a delightful, uplifting, inspiring personality, I might say. Mm -hmm. Always upbeat. And um, uh, he, he gives me healings on my monthly sessions. And wow. working. What a blessing. To learn what I've been told about Michael. He is a, a figure very similar to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Both, I must say, sons of God. The difference, or at least one difference I know of is, of course, Jesus incarnated, Michael has not. Right. Um, but <clears throat> he has a, a huge energy field. When you're in his presence. Mm -hmm. uh, the energy is just incredible. Many nights I've done that. I've been in his presence and I can't go to sleep. I work with him and when he shows up, he is so massive. Mm -hmm. I mean, he could take up an enti my entire room. There's no doubt about it when he's there and present with me. You never have any doubts when he's in, when you're in yeah. his presence. Do um, you channel other archangels? Anyone else? Do you, are you able to channel other spirits? I have, I have channeled, I think, all of my guides at one time or another. Mm -hmm. one, one of my guides is, a, is what we call ET or extraterrestrial. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and, um, and, I, and I have a couple other guides, and each one has taken a turn in having to channel them. Um, okay. Laura's Cannon talks a lot about how when she gets messages from the collective that it's, she thinks it's because she's always in such a high vibration from working with her clients and putting them into hypnosis. Do you have to do things to raise your vibration to channel? Do you have things you do, yeah. rituals? You should, you should expand your energy field. In general. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I forget that. <laughs> but um, yeah. that, that would be the equivalent of raising your vibration, I guess. Were you a spiritual child growing up? Um, I was always interested in, in cosmology and trying to understand what's going on. You know, like an empath, were you sensing energy? I don't think so. But I always had an interest in, in, in understanding things. That, that's my, that's wow. my thing. Um, in one of your podcasts, you talked about how you believe the universe is friendly, um, that we are taken care of. I think right now with COVID and the fear that a lot of people are feeling, what would you say to our listeners? Um, is there anything you could say to maybe offer them through your teachings some comfort during this time? I would say, first of all, there are no mistakes. This is happening for a reason. It's happening to shake us up. Mm -hmm. uh, we, for a long time, humanity, let's say, has ignored problems uh, that needed attention, whether it's socially, environmentally, economically. Um, we have simply um, 
going on in our business without taking care of what needs to be taken care of. And, and, uh, and it's, it's really, Royal Accountants is a selfish, short-sighted view of what's important and what life's about. We forget that we're, we're spiritual beings having a physical experience. We turn it around, we think we're physical beings and there's some spiritual experiences we might be able to have. But, so, so we fo focus on the material rather than the spiritual. And mm -hmm. in doing that, uh, we have created these problems. And, and you might say the universe has ha had said, well, we've, we've given them long enough to figure it out for themselves. Now we have to uh, wake them up, shake them up, mm -hmm. and um, get them to you know, pause and, and look at their values and priorities and see if they're really what makes the most sense. Is it, is it getting them, is it making them happier, which I answer is no. This is a crisis that we're having is a, is a natural occurring situation that happens throughout history when we go off the deep end and we get lost and need to be awakened and shaken. And so that's, that's what's happening. And hopefully yeah. we'll, we'll get the message and, and, and reevaluate our priorities. And if we don't, I agree. then something else even stronger will have to come up. Yep. So it's a good thing. It'll help if we if we wake up and pay attention and, and change what needs to be changed. Uh, by that I mean no inequality, environmental degradation, uh, yeah. financial uh, yeah. excesses. Changes, then, then we then we you know then we've learned what we need to learn, and and, and things will get much better, mm -hmm. much better than they were even a few years ago. Like Michael, the chief of angels, he's looking for his soldiers. It looks like he's seeking out his, his warriors, his soldiers in different fields to reach different places in all areas that need help. Yeah, we're getting a lot of help from Spirit, a lot of help. Uh, more than ever right now for some reason? More than or, ever. Okay, more than that's ever. what I see. Mm -hmm. I mentioned one of my guys is an ET. He has come specifically to help us. And he, um, he, he comes from a, an experience that where, where he has gone through something similar in his, wherever he's from. And, and he's just one of many. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And Archangel Michael has, you know, is focused on helping us get through this. This is exactly what I believe and that I received. And a lot of times I would receive this information after meditation and I would start writing and I couldn't stop. And I didn't know where it was coming from. And I end up blogging it and recording it. And I still, I look back at it and read it. I'm like, that's some good shit. I don't even know where that came from. Uh -huh. <laughs> but it's interesting too, that you're kind of validating so many things with this book for me. And I wonder how many other people around the world, I don't know if I was being channel, if I was channeling him. Do you yeah. think that it's possible that when, uh, you know, I opened myself up in meditation and really I wasn't doing it to channel anything. I was doing it for peace of mind and to just, you know, be still. And as I did this, I, I must have opened myself up, like you said. Do you think I wasn't speaking through him? But then again, writing is just another way of, of communication. Sure. 
getting it. I knew I was getting it from a higher power. I do know he has been with me the whole time. I don't know why I never connected that. And he shows me synchronicity all day. Mm. And what's really funny is one of his things that he shows me is 22. And so when you say 22 years and Archangel Michael, and that was the only thing that when Mandy sent me information about you, all I saw was 22 years and Archangel Michael. He said, it's always a journey. I'm trying to connect those dots. Right. And this is a huge one. Uh-huh. Well, that, that's wonderful because that's, that's part of a journey. And uh, yeah. um, you don't have to get things consciously. Yeah, you're right. Verbally. We forget. Uh, we get so human. <laughs> right. And um, so, and, and spirit, they need a, a, a voice to, to, to make things uh, understandable to us consciously. Okay. That's why it has to be channeled. I, I knew they were with me, but I didn't know how to work with them. Using him all the time. That's what he's there for. He says that all the time. To call on me when, when you have a problem. And, 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 and you have to keep remembering. We have free will. Therefore, spirit does not come through and at its own decision and decide, uh, you know, I need to help this person. But you have to ask for help. You have to be open. Because if we have free will, we have to uh, say this is something we want. Otherwise, uh, you won't get the help. There is a, that law uh, is universal for this, for this plane anyway. For, for and I think uh, you know, worldly, we've been conditioned to think that we have we should be asking other humans for help and going outward, which is yes, we do, but we forget that ultimately we need to be asking our guides and right. that's ultimately who we can trust. Probably the top, toughest lesson we all face and that we all have to come to grips with is to follow our soul's uh, intention, its journey. And um, because we have free will, we can thwart the intention of the soul for, for some period of time. But Ultimately, we want to surrender to what we're being asked to do. We are the ambassador or representative of our soul. And our soul has uh, something that it wants to accomplish, something it wants to learn, something it wants to experience. And we are, on, on planet Earth, on the physical plane, we are the representative. The soul can't experience a lot of things like, Anger, fear, uh, selfishness, that's not something in their awareness. But as human beings, we can experience all those emotions and many more. And so that's one of the things we're here to, uh, to, to learn, to contribute, contribute to life, and to um, follow what our soul is asking us to do that it wants to experience. So we have to learn to surrender to them, accept, because everything that happens, now I'll give you an example. If you, I don't know if you've ever heard of the game Pickleball. Pickleball. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I was playing Pickleball one day. I was standing at midcourt, and the um, ball was hit to my left and a little bit behind me. So I backed up to try and hit, hit a return. And all of a sudden, I started to thrust backwards. And 
I, I was I was aware of the fact that I couldn't stop. And it was strange. I was on a flat surface, and I didn't. I just didn't know what to do. I just I, and there's nothing for me to do but just continue on backwards. Unfortunately, there was a concrete wall behind me. Oh my gosh! And it was about 15 years behind, so left plenty of time to stop, but I couldn't stop. I hit the wall and I fell to the ground. My head was bleeding and my left wrist was broken. And um, it was very confusing. And uh, I was rushed to the hospital. They took the x-rays, the whole thing. And I had a session a day or two after this happened with my guys. And I said, what happened here? I, mean, I, I, I wanted to stop and I couldn't. He said, it was no mistake. <clears throat> it was a collaboration between your soul and your body. And um, it was meant to teach you some lessons. And one of them was to be, uh, all this uh, have uh, ability, stronger ability at either receiving or giving. Mm. You all have some, some area that's weak and some that's strong. In my case, uh, it's easier for me to give than receive. So <clears throat> having this accident forced me to receive help, help in getting dressed, help in driving, help in learning how to use my hand again. So I had to surrender, had to accept and surrender to that experience. Uh, my normal uh, process would be to start blaming myself for um, being so clumsy. Uh, but as they explained this to me, I said, oh, okay, I'm not going to blame myself. <laughs> I had no control over this. This was a, something that was meant to happen. Right. To accept, and we have to accept whatever happens in life, learn whatever it's meant to teach us, and surrender to it. Right. And if we don't, when we get to the end of our life, probably, not always, but may likely have some kind of a, condition or disease where we have to surrender to it right hmm. and yeah. it's all for the purpose of us learning that we're not in control we're uh, we're here for a reason and it will do us best to accept whatever's happening and go with it and see what we can learn from it so if our listeners are wanting to connect more consciously and directly with their soul um, their purpose. Does this book help explain that and how they can do that? There's a whole chapter in there that uh, was given to us by, by Michael that mm -hmm. tells you step by step how to connect with your soul. Awesome. Okay. A lot of good stuff in there. Uh, I think anyone who's interested even peripherally about this stuff will, will find it uh, really good. I think one thing that everyone always wants to know more about is death. What are, what do you believe and, and what have you been told or have you been told anything? What happens when you die? Well, again, we go into that, into the book, in some, some detail. In, in essence, it's a very, very short explanation. We, we uh, are absorbed back into our higher self and the higher self is absorbed back into the soul. And, um, when the soul is ready to do another incarnation. And, and, and you know, so we don't die. We, we, we simply, I, I like to compare it to hibernating. So mm -hmm. we, we take a short break 
And when the soul is ready to do another incarnation, they're called forth to uh, do some more exploring. Yeah, love that. You know, I was looking at your website and you had uh, two quotes on there. One was, not everything that counts can be counted and not everything that can be counted counts by Albert Einstein. Why did you choose that for your website? We're so focused on material and things we can count. And we ignore the invisible world, which is really the world we're from and we're returning to and where we should put our priorities and foremost in everything we do. So that, mm -hmm. that quote would help, hopefully help people to remember that. Yeah, I loved it. I think that we should carry a few of your books in our truck, as I definitely can't wait to share this podcast and share with some of my friends. I'm happy to send you some books. Uh, oh, that, that would be great. Yeah, I am so excited to read it. Um, we contemplated if we should have waited, and we couldn't. We couldn't compose our ourselves we were too excited to interview you <laughs> so we were like nope we have to talk to him now <laughs> well i think saint michael was like uh no you need to call him right now okay <laughs> 22 is telling you right now i will send you a an email with a with a, a session that michael will be leading he often speaks and and, and uh, he is helping those who are interested to up their immune system. Well, that's what we so need that, right now. Yeah. That's what we need right now. And that's what wow, that's beautiful. Ariel is also on this healing process. So that's interesting because last month I had two sessions where I sensed Archangel Uriel. That is so interesting. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, I, I really I enjoyed it very much. And uh, I'd be happy to, you know. Answer any other questions you might have in the future. Okay. All right. I, I just am so inspired by his vulnerability in coming out. And, and I mean, it takes a lot of guts to be like, you know what? I received all this information from Archangel Michael and I, I'm writing all this stuff down. I mean, what? I mean, some yes. people think that was loony. But you know what, Mandy? That is exactly what was happening to me. I would like to tell our listeners that if you have not gone onto our website, www.mindsenseofsoul.com and gone into our blog and read Shanna's writings, I've known Shanna my whole life. And yes, she wrote me some really cute Hallmark cards and she's a good writer, but this shit is not coming from her. No, it was just this universal wisdom that I would get. And it was because just like you said, I, during meditation, I was opening myself up. And during that time, I was receiving this information. Based off of what I've learned today talking to David, I have realized that I have not been accessing my guides yes. enough. And Me then I too. need to start talking to them just like I would talk to anyone else. That I need to quit going outward. That I need to go more upward to God, to Jesus, to my guides. Yes, because and, they have a plan, obviously. They are implementing yeah. different people from different cultures, from different parts of the world, from different generations, different sexes, different backgrounds. They are all accessing us, whoever is open, whoever is receiving and willing to receive. So that way we do have some help along the way, because you know what? This world is in a crisis. Yeah. We don't and have the answers. That's why we need to go inside because they do. 
Exactly. I, I think that was my biggest takeaway today was that I love David's trust, his trust in himself and, and surrender and, and his surrendering and all anyone can do this. Any listener. Mandy and I are going to get some of these books. We're going to put them in our truck because I definitely think it's worth the read. It's called Know Your Soul, Bring Joy to Your Life by Diana Muniz Shen and David A. Schwerin with a message from Archangel Michael. I mean, it's just amazing. Again, thank you, David, for coming on. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you will come back next week. If you like what you hear, don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe. Thank you. We rise to lift you up. Thanks for listening.